Welcome to Ten of Meeting Holiness Ministries. My name is Overseer Ken Simmons. We have a great service lined up for you today. We just want to pray with you real quick. We know that you have some heartaches. We know that you have some pains. People have had some deaths in their families. Um, loved ones passing away. Friends passing away. Relationships are broken. We just want to encourage you today to stay focused on God. Stay focused on the vision that he has for your life. Keep in prayer with God. Keep in uh, fellowship with the Lord. And don't lose hope. We're going to pray for you today. And we're just going to pray that everything goes well. Uh, we thank you, God, for another day. We thank you, God, for another day. We thank you, God, for another year. Father, we see great things happening for us this year. We see great things happening for us in the following months, in the following weeks, in the following days. Father, we just thank you for everything that you have given us. We thank you for giving us another chance at life. We know that a lot of people have passed away, but Father, for some reason you uh, see fit for us to still be here. And Father, we just thank you for that. We thank you for everything that you're doing in our lives. Father, just keep giving us, keep coming into our house, keep coming into our homes, keep coming into our lives, keep coming into our hearts, showing us wisdom, knowledge, and understanding of your word. Father, we just thank you and we praise your name. In the mighty name of your son, Jesus Christ, we pray and say, Amen. Now, enjoy the rest of the service. Welcome to Tenor Media Holiness Ministries. My name is Overseer Ken Simmons. We are located in Maryville, Indiana, 46410. Our phone number is 219-902-0369. Our, our hours on Sundays is at 10 a.m. And our Bible study is Tuesdays at 7 p.m. where we have question and answer session. And every question is answered with Bible. Amen? Amen. It's a new year. It's a new day. Yes. Yes, it is. And we were in the book of Revelation last week. And we were in one. And we watched how John got to see literally... Jesus in all his splendor. I mean, he had the train on and he had the sash and he had the white, flowy, woolly hair. Mm -hmm. And it was so interesting to hear what he saw. He didn't know how to explain it, so he always used the word like wool. Like this, like that. Because he had no idea what he was looking at. Right. But he explained it the best way he could. So we got a good glimpse at that. But now, as Jesus fed him all of these things, and he told him that I'm going to give you these seven churches and write to them. We're going to start with the first church in Revelation 2 and 1. And it starts off, to the angel of the church in Ephesus, right? And this is, and remember, this is Jesus talking to John, telling him what to write down. Mm -hmm. The words of him who holds the seven stars in his hand, in his right hand, who walks among the seven golden lampstands. And we read last week the seven stars and the seven lampstands were the. Uh, the seven um, stars were the angels of the church and the lampstands were the churches themselves. So we see how, and he says we're going to write to them. Now two says, I know your works. Now listen to this first church in Ephesus. He says, I know your works. Your toil and your patient endurance. And how you cannot bear with those who are evil. But have tested those who call themselves apostles and are not. And found them to be false. I know you are enduring patiently and bearing up for my name's sake. And you have not grown weary. 
Now, this is a church in Ephesus that doesn't like evil. They don't play about the evil in their church. Yeah. Right? So we see this yeah. church and you see the wicked things that are going on. They didn't play about that. They don't have it. They're not having it. And then people that call themselves apostles and bishops and all of this stuff that really wasn't, they called them out mm -hmm. and found out they was false. Right. They weren't scared to call these people out. Mm -hmm. That's right. And then he says, and and he says, and you're enduring patiently and bearing up for my name's sake. Which means you don't you don't cower down when somebody comes to you. Right. You stand on the ground that you're supposed to stand on. That's right. He says, and you didn't grow weary doing it. You don't even get tired. Y'all just running and running and running. The church in Ephesus. He says, but I have this against you. That you have abandoned the love you had at first. See, sometimes we can get so busy with church work that we forget why we're doing it. Right, right, mm -hmm. right. That's right. We get into the church and we start getting into the different uh, faculties and all of the different things and on this uh, department and on the usher board and in the choir and doing all of these different uh, auxiliaries and different things in here. Mm -hmm. And you just get lost in the work. Right. right. And forget the reason why you're doing all this is for the glory of God. Right. That's right. Right. God's glory get lost a lot of times in the shuffle. Mm -hmm. Right? We have to be careful not to allow the church work to get lost. Because now, when it gets lost, you end up doing it in vain. Mm -hmm. Jesus, and, and, and Jesus is really, and we're going to see as we go through these churches, Jesus is always going to tell you, I know all of the good stuff that you're doing. Right. I'm going to name all of that first. Mm -hmm. But then I'm going to show you where you fall short. Mm -hmm. You see? Mm hmm Five says, remember therefore from where you have fallen, repent mm -hmm. and do the works you did at first. The thing that, now you might look at this church and be like, from a natural standpoint, like man, this church be moving. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But the problem is, Jesus said, repent. Mm -hmm. Which means, what they were forgetting was so big, it was a sin to the church. Mm -hmm. See that? Mm -hmm. You see? Yeah. Yeah. Remember, therefore, from where you have fallen. Because you need to fix this. This is something that can send you all to hell if you don't fix it. Right. Which means all of the work that you're doing will be in vain. A lot of times we can be doing the right things with the wrong spirit. Uh huh. Uh -huh. True. Right? Mm -hmm. If not, I will come to you and remove your lampstand from its place unless you repent. He tells you you need to repent or I have to move your lampstand, which means you can't make it to heaven. I have to take it away. This goes into why, and we're going to see throughout these seven churches, why there cannot be a once saved, always saved. Jesus himself is talking, and he says, if you don't fix this, he will remove your lampstand. Six says, yet this you have. You hate the works of the Nicolaitans, which I also hate. Mm -hmm. The Nicolaitans really was a, it was like a false doctrine. It was a false doctrine. Mm -hmm. 
in the church. And he says, I hate that. You hate it too. And see how God does? He tell you what you did wrong and say, but you're good. You're doing great. Mm -hmm. It's like when you scold your kids and then you give them a hug. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Seven says, he who has an ear to hear, let them hear what the Spirit says to the churches. Mm. Now we're going to get into he who has an ear to hear. Mm -hmm. Why does he say that? Because everybody doesn't have an ear to hear. Right. Everybody doesn't want to hear what the Lord has to say to these churches. Yeah. They're going to keep on doing what they're doing. Mm -hmm. Which means even though God has given this warning to this church, it is still people in this church that's not going to heed the warning. Mm -hmm. And some will. And he says, and the ones who will, let them hear. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's right. Now, as we read these churches, I want you to know that we will see is seven churches. All seven of these churches are in your church. Mm -hmm. All seven of the problems that are in these churches are in you. Mm -hmm. Wow. All who has an ear to hear, let them hear what the Spirit says to the churches. To the one who conquers, I will grant to eat of the tree of life, which is in the paradise of God. Right? Mm -hmm. One who conquers. Everybody's not going to conquer this. It's true. Everybody's not going to uh, be able to get over the hump because everybody's not in Christ. Everybody that's in church is not, all of those people are not in Christ. Right. Well, I go to church, I am a Christian. Just because you go to church don't make you a Christian. Right. That just make you a person that goes to a Christian church. Oh. <laughs> That's it. That's it. Right. That's it. We go to the church in Smyrna. It says, it says, and to the angel of the church in Smyrna write, the words of the first and the last who died and came to life. Now, what I want you to understand is when we first start these churches, there's a different way that the churches know Christ. Mm -hmm. Right? The first time when we read it, it says the words of him who holds the seven stars. Mm -hmm. This one says the words of the first and the last who died and came to life. What you have to understand is as these seven churches are 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 coming to, coming to uh, life as Jesus is recognizing these churches. He also recognizes they know him by different things. This is why it's not bad to have different denominations. You will have a Baptist denomination. You will have a, a Catholic. You can have Protestants. You have all these different denominations. Yeah. But the point is, they read the same Bible. Right. <laughs> right. So, God expects you to follow His Word, no matter what your denomination is. Right. If you are Church of God in Christ, and you are Baptist, it doesn't matter, because you follow the same Bible. Uh -huh. That's right. So, God expects you to follow all of these words. It doesn't matter. The words of the first and the last who died and came to life, they believe in the resurrection. Mm -hmm. So this is a church that thrives on the resurrection. Some churches thrive on different things. Because you have churches that praise more. Mm -hmm. You have churches that have, they praise and worship and their church is just off the chain. Mm -hmm. But you have some churches that 
the word is more important than anything. Right. Uh, right. You know? Right. You'll go to a church and have, you'll see where testimony services be. Mm -hmm. You know? You go to a church where it's praise and worship. Praise and worship could be two hours. Mm -hmm. And everybody in there just be okay. Right. Yeah. And the word is about 30 minutes. Right. <laughs> 20, 30 minutes tops. Mm -hmm. See that? You'll go to some churches where praise and worship is only 20 minutes. But they can preach for like two hours and everybody be just glued. Uh, uh, right, right. But they all worship in Jesus Christ, so it doesn't matter. It's, it's just whatever you, you know, your thing is. Mm -hmm. But your thing still has to be Christ. Right, right, right. <laughs> Nine says, I know your tribulation and your poverty. And it has in parentheses, but you are rich. Your church don't have a lot of money. But Jesus said, that's okay, because you're rich in me. Right. I see you. Mm. Right? Right. And the slander of those who say that they are Jews and are not, but are a synagogue of Satan. Mm. Church of the devil. Yeah. Ain't that song? Yeah. He's saying you, you got churches that slander you mm -hmm. and they ain't got nothing but hell going on in their church. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. But God say, but you rich. You rich with me. So you ain't gotta worry about that. Right. You might not have a lot of money in your church to do all of these other things, but you rich because you have me. That's right. Wow. That's right. And because you have me, I have you. That's right. And you ain't suffering like that. He said, do not fear what you are about to suffer. Behold, the devil is about to throw some of you in prison. Mm -hmm. Wow. Mm -hmm. Now, when Jesus talks, it could be spiritually and naturally. Mm -hmm. Back then, probably naturally. <laughs> mm -hmm. But now you can look at that and the devil can bind you up. Right. You have to be careful. You know, yeah, the devil's coming and, and he's going to throw some of you in prison. That you might be tested. And for ten days, you will have tribulation. When you are going through something, can you imagine going through something for ten days? When you go through something in your own life for one day, it just seemed like forever. Can you imagine doing that for 10 days straight? Right. Mm. Wow. <laughs> wow. 10 days. Uh -huh. Just going through. Two weeks. Wow. Wow. He said, be faithful unto death. And today we was talking about it in, in Sunday school. Mm -hmm. About, you know, <laughs> one of the children in the <laughs> church. It was like, how long do we have to go to church? <laughs> Until death. You see that scripture right here. Be faithful unto death. He said, and I will give you the crown of life. Your crown is waiting on you after you die. See, what we don't understand about the book of life is that God can take you out of the book of life. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. Well, understanding that you can be taken out of the book of life means that you start in it. That's uh -huh. right. Uh -huh. <laughs> right? Okay. You see? That's right. You start in the book. Amen. It's like when you go to school. Mm -hmm. When you first get there, teacher tell you, Everybody has an A right now. By the end of the semester, everybody ain't got an A. Right. Right? <laughs> right? But right. you start off with an A. That's how it is with God. When we get here, we, we start off in the book. Mm -hmm. We take ourselves out mm -hmm. from the stuff that we do in our life. Right. Right. Our semesters of craziness. Mm -hmm. <laughs> True. Amen. Amen. 
So it says, after this synagogue of Satan, do not fear that you are about to suffer all of these things. Behold, the devil is about to throw you into prison, and you'll be tested. Now, we brought up the school thing. You will be tested. He says the devil is about to lock you up, which means, to a certain degree, God is allowing this mm -hmm. to test you. And people wonder why. You know, I've been praying to God and praying to God and nothing's happening and and, and I don't know what to do and all of these things. And uh, my question to you is, when you are in school and you are being tested, does the teacher say anything to you while you're being tested? No. No. Because the teacher wants to see what you have learned that he has taught you. Uh -huh. That's right. So when it is test time for us, Jesus is not going to speak. He wants to see if you're going to put that word that he has taught you to use. Because uh -huh. uh -huh. yeah. you need to back up what you've been going, teaching and preaching and and. and Call yourself taking notes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> right? Right, right. He want to see you use it. Right. Right? Study to show thyself approved. Mm -hmm. That's right. And for 10 days you had this tribulation. Now, and another thing, he tells them this because why? Jesus never lets you go into anything without knowing what's going on with you. Uh -huh, uh -huh. He gives you a warning before the storm. Mm -hmm. Right. You about to go through something. Get ready. Uh -huh. Now, it's up to you whether you want to just cower down and mope about it. Mm -hmm. Or you can start putting his word to use and get out of it. That's right. We have this long tunnel uh -huh. that we just walking through. And we don't know how long this tunnel is. But we always trying to go through the side of the walls and you just go to the light at the end of the tunnel. Uh-huh. Go to the light, Caroline. Yeah. That light at the end of the tunnel is where your salvation is. That's right. But we right. try to go through the walls. Some of us just sit on the floor and just pout. Mm-hmm. Go to the light. Uh-huh. We don't understand how long that tunnel is sometimes. Mm. But the light is still at the end waiting on you. Right. A lot of times we are walking with God. Look at this. This is an illustration that God has given me. One time I was walking with God. Then Jesus walking together. Mm -hmm. And his light is shining where I can see everything. Mm -hmm. He gives me a little information about some things. And I say, okay, God, I got it. And I just take off. Lay the light. And I left the light. Mm -hmm. And Jesus is way back here. Mm -hmm. And the further I get away from God, the dimmer the it gets right. to the point where it's so dark, I can't see. Mm -hmm. So what do I have to do now? Go back. Go back. No. I have to wait on the Lord. Oh. <laughs> ah, that's it. That's All it. Right. That's, that's it. it. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. I didn't went so far ahead. Uh -huh. I can't even see him. Mm -hmm. So now I have to wait on the Lord. That's and right. Jesus takes his time. And I just got to wait and be patient. <laughs> right. Because mm -hmm. I shouldn't have ran off in the first place. That's right. <laughs> you understand? Yes, that's uh -huh. right. That's good. Yes, that's right. Yes. yes. That's how it is. Oh that's goodness. right. 11 says, He who has an ear, let him hear. Uh -huh. What the Spirit says to the churches. The one who conquers will not be hurt by the second death. Mm -hmm. The second death. Mm. The everlasting death. Mm -hmm. That's a death you can't come back from. Mm -hmm. Again, Jesus tells you, all who has an ear to hear. Uh -huh. Okay, so now we go to the church in Pergamum. 12 says, and the angel of the church in Pergamum write the words of him who has the sharp two-edged sword. 
That two-edged sword will cut you all kind of ways. See that? Yeah. Now, one, it will cut you in a way where you'll get convicted and it'll tear you down. Mm -hmm. His word. And it'll cut you down in other ways, too. <laughs> mm -hmm. Double-edged sword. Mm -hmm. It'll cut you naturally. It'll cut you spiritually. Because you hurt your life when you don't follow his word. Say that, say that. Mm -hmm. And then when you hear his word, it convicts you. Right. 13 says, I know where you dwell, where Satan's throne is. Can you imagine? I know where you dwell, where Satan's throne is. Now, when I told you before, Jesus always starts off with your positive parts of who you are. It's like you crying out to God, and God, you know, I can't stand to be in here. And God says, I understand you over there where Satan's throne is. Some of our churches are in really bad areas. Mm -hmm. A lot of shooting, killing, stabbing, all this kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. Some churches are in bad areas. Some people are in bad churches. Say that, say that. You see? Mm -hmm. Jesus just told you about some churches that uh, that had just was Satan written. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. So, you could be in a church and it's just full of bad people. Church just running them up, but you still standing strong. Mm -hmm. I know where you dwell, where Satan's throne is, yet you hold fast my name. And you did not deny my faith, even in the days of Antipas, my faithful witness, who was killed among you, where Satan dwells. Now Antipas was a church leader of the time. And the way they killed him, they put him in this bull and just baked him. They put him in the belly of this bull. They had this bull. And then they light it on fire at the bottom. And then just cook you in it like you in a, a, what they, a smoker. Mm, mm, mm. That's what they did to Antipas. But, and, and you can imagine being uh, under this leader. You're already under persecution. Mm. And then you see your leader get killed this way. It can really just damper everything. Like, okay, I'm done. <laughs> you know, this is, this is it. Yeah. But it says, even when you saw that, it says, you didn't deny my faith even in the days of Antipas, my faithful witness, who was killed among you, mm -hmm. where Satan dwells. Mm -hmm. Even when you saw that, you still stayed strong. Right. Now that's something. Mm -hmm. 14 says, but I have a few things against you. You have some there who hold the teachings of Balaam, who taught Balak to put a stumbling block before the sons of Israel, so that they may eat food, sacrifice to idols, and practice sexual immoralities. The interesting thing about this church, he says, even though when Antipas got killed, you still stood strong. But what you did was, it says you have some who hold the teachings of Balaam. So he holds everybody in that church accountable for each other. Mm -hmm. You still have people in this church mm -hmm. that's doing this crazy stuff. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We cannot allow... The things that not supposed to be in the church, be in the church and stay there. Mm -hmm. right. You'll hear people all the time, well, you know, 
We see what's going on, but, you know, we just don't say nothing. We keep our heads down. You'll end up in hell right along with everybody else mm -hmm. just because you won't say nothing. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. They're practicing. They're eating sacrifices to idols and practicing sexual immoralities. All kind of stuff is going on in this church. And you just, well, you know, I don't want to make no waves, you know. 15 says, so also you have some who hold the teachings of the Nicolaitans. So not only do they have this sexual immorality, sacrificing to idols, and you're listening to all this false prophecies and false teachings, all of this stuff. Your doctrine's all messed up. He says, therefore repent. If not, I will come to you soon and war against them with the sword of my mouth. The same sword that you um, hold dear in this church, I will bring against it. This is why I tell people all the time, when you are not in Christ and you're not doing the things you're supposed to do in Christ, your life becomes a witness against you. Mm -hmm. That's right. 17 says, He who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. <laughs> it's like when Jesus says these things, it's like, and I'm done. Mm -hmm. Now you can either follow what I have to say or you don't have to. That's right. To the one who conquers, I will give some of the hidden manna and I will give him a white stone with a new name written on the stone that no one knows except the one who receives it. Wow. Can you right. imagine going to heaven and getting a name that don't nobody know but you and God? Mm -hmm. Amen. The old special stone. Uh -huh. That's right. Mm -hmm. Man. That's right. This is your new name. Uh -huh. 18 says, And the angel of the church in Thyatira writes, The word of the Son of God, who has eyes like a flame of fire, and whose feet are like burnished bronze. They are a very spiritual church. They brought up the fact that his eyes were like a flame of fire. This is how John saw it. Mm -hmm. When we look at, and we talked about this last week, how you know people will say, well, in the Bible it says that his hair was like wool. First of all, it says his hair was like wool. Mm -hmm. Second of all, Jesus was in his spiritual body. Mm -hmm. He wasn't human. Mm -hmm. Right? Mm -hmm. And his feet are like bronze bronze. So this is a spiritual church because they see him as this spiritual guy. And they see him as king. He's the son of God. That's how they see him in this church. Mm -hmm. it says, I know your works. Your love and faith and service and patient endurance. And that your latter works exceed the first. You was doing better. You're doing better now than you did before. Uh -huh, uh -huh. When you first started. You started out strong and then you got stronger. Mm -hmm. But I have this against you. That you tolerate that woman Jezebel. Mm. Who calls herself a prophetess. And is teaching and seducing my servants to practice sexual immoralities and to eat food sacrificed to idols. Mm. You have a false prophet in the church and you just letting her do whatever she want to do in there. Mm -hmm. Now, Jesus said... You were doing great with the works that you're doing in the church, but you tolerate her. Mm -hmm. To tolerate something is to kind of just, eh, and see, this is what happens in the church. Well, that's just who they are. That's just, 
how they mm -hmm. act. Mm -hmm. You know. Mm -hmm. Well, you know how she is. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And you tolerate that. And God says, you might tolerate it, but I don't. Mm -hmm. Right. Not in my house. Right. This is how your doctrine can get messed up. Mm -hmm. You get so natural in the church that the church just ain't even a church no more. Right. And we think we're doing great. Mm -hmm. But you get a letter like this from God. <laughs> you tolerate this stuff. This woman Jezebel, who called herself a prophetess, and is teaching and seducing servants, people in the church, she telling them, this is what it is, and you just, okay. Mm -hmm. Now remember, this, these letters is to the angels of these churches. These are the pastors that's letting all this stuff go down. Mm -hmm. <laughs> right. These are pastors that's just letting this stuff run rapid in their churches. Twenty-one says, "I give her time to repent, but she refuses to repent of her sexual immoralities." You tolerate her, but I don't want to end there. But I'm giving her time to repent, and she's refusing to do so. Uh huh. Right. So Jesus, is like, something's got to give now. Mm -hmm. That's right. Because everybody gets a certain amount of mercy. Mm -hmm. A certain amount of mercy. Mm. But when you continue to do it on purpose, mm -hmm. mercy is gone. That's right. That's right. 22. Behold, I throw, I will throw her unto a sickbed, and those who commit adultery with her, I will throw into great tribulation, unless they repent of her works. So when she go down, the people that's following her going to go down with her. I'm a clean house when I come in. Once I take her down, everybody going down with her that's, that's with her. Some of these prophets, they walk around and they got a little entourage with them. You're going to go down right along with them. That's right. 23, and I will strike her children dead. Natural and spiritual. Wow. So anybody that's following her, they're going to all be gone. Mm. And all the churches will know that I am he who searches minds and hearts. And I will give to each of you according to your works. That's right. I search the minds and the hearts. You don't have to worry about, but, 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 see, as she was doing, no. He already know. Said it. Mm -hmm. This is when it's not a good thing to say God knows my heart mm. at this point. Uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Mm. <laughs> 24. But the rest of you in Thyatira who do not hold these teaching, this teaching and who have not learned what some call the deep things, quote unquote, <laughs> of Satan. To you I say, I do not lay on you any other burdens. In this church, there's all kind of mess going on. Mm -hmm. But God says, I know there's some people in here that don't like what's going on. And I get that. And I won't lay no more burdens on you. So when I take them down, you won't be in that number. Right? That's right. The deep things of Satan. What's the deep things of Satan? <laughs> <laughs> wow. How deep can Satan be? Yeah. Right? Yeah. The deep things of Satan. He evil. That's right. So, and, and, and we look at the deep things of Satan, 
as when somebody is trying to show you something in the scriptures and they give you deep meaning that don't mean nothing. See that? Mm-hmm. Ain't got nothing to do with the word of God. And you leading people astray. That's right. You leading them deeper and deeper into a hole. Mm-hmm. That's the deep things of Satan. Falsifying scripture. Mm-hmm. And but they make it look so good. Because you don't know no better. You just hear them and they sounds good and they the ooh. Mm-hmm. He the prophetess. I know she she know what she talk about. She was, and somebody in there in the church like, what? Mm-hmm. Why are you listening to that mess? Right. You know? Because you know and, and you know how it is in churches where you have this in crowd in some of these churches and, and you and if you ain't following certain people, you become on the out part. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they looking at you crazy. Mm-hmm. But see God is looking at them crazy. Right. And you feeling all like you get rejected and they got their little click and all of this mess. Right. And you feeling like, man, I don't know why they don't like me and they always talking about me. That's fine. Because God taking care of that. Right. He's showing you that in the scripture. Mm-hmm. Right. That's why I say these, all of these seven churches is in your churches. Mm-hmm. Right now. All at the same time. All seven of them. Mm-hmm. All seven of these things is in one church. And all seven of these things is in one you. Uh-huh. Get your life together. Right. <laughs> That's right. Deep things of Satan to, to you, I say, uh, do not, ladies, on any other burdens. He says, 25, only hold fast what you have until I come. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The one who conquers and who keeps my works until the end to him. I will give authority over the nations. Yes. Mm. Right? Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Hold fast mm-hmm. what I have until I come. What you have until I come. Mm-hmm. Because if you don't, you're going to have some problems. That's right. Again, the one save, I always save is out. That's right. Say that. you got to hold on. 26, the one who conquers and who keeps keeps my works until the end. You have to do this until the end. To him I will give the authority over the nations. And he will rule them with a, iron, with a rod of iron. Because see, these are people that they see all these bad things going on in this church and they don't like it. And they're speaking against it and they're getting shunned. The guy say once I, once, once you win, mm-hmm. I will put you over there and you can rule like you're supposed to. Right. And you, Because you follow the scriptures. Mm-hmm. As when earthen pots are broken in pieces, even as I myself have received authority from my father. Just like I received the authority from my father, I will give you authority over the nations. Mm-hmm. That's right. See how God tells you, in, even in the afterlife, we have rule. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Right. 28. And I will give him the morning star. He who has an ear to hear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. Again, everybody doesn't have an ear to hear. Everybody's going to follow who they follow. I see a lot of these people in these churches. And, and see, that's why it, it, it's so, the churches got so messed up till one virus killed everything. One virus hurt the whole world. Out of all the, the complicated and difficultness of creating a government and making all of these things work for a nation and a state and one virus, the same virus, all over the world shut the world down. That's how easy and how bad things are in this world. 
where God can send one plague. Now, Pharaoh had, what, ten? <laughs> he only sent one for the world, and it shut it down. All the different nations have different rules in their government. But God just sent one plague, the same plague, to everywhere, and it shut down the world. And everybody still... Willy-nilly. All over the place. It is a time to stop playing. Being in church, even the churches now, the churches have got to the point where they you can't even go to church. But the people has not been prepared in their churches for something like this to happen. Mm-hmm. We're too busy trying to figure out how much offering and, and, and tithes we can get instead of teaching these people how to fend for God for themselves. Uh -huh. right. And now when it's kind of let up a little bit, everybody worried about, well, I ain't got enough people in my church. You focus on the people that are in your church. Mm -hmm. Right. Get them ready. Right. And God will send more. It's bad when we worry about how many people we need to put in these churches instead of worrying about the people that are in there that want to learn something. Mm -hmm. And we don't teach these people how to fend for God. And then when something happens, they get lost. That's right. Because they've never taught anything but how to listen to, to, to the music in the church. Uh-huh. Everybody going to church just, okay, well, we're just going to listen to the, uh, I love the music that they got in this church. But you're not learning what you need to learn from God. Because when God sends a plague, you don't know how to act. Uh -huh. Half these people ain't even going to church no more. But God did that on purpose. Because he wants to show you these are the people that come into the church. Uh -huh. The ones that are out in the churches, these are his people. The ones who stand at home because it's COVID. <laughs> yeah. Those are not his people. Yeah. We have to be careful. Know who we are in Christ. Mm -hmm. Stand for Christ. Right. Stop playing church and go to church and learn something for real. It's so sad when you go to church, you will see how the church, the church service is packed mm -hmm. back in the day. Because it's not like that no more. But back in the day, you could go, the church is packed. But Sunday school is before service, and it hardly ain't nobody there. Prayer meetings on, on the weekdays, it's even less than that. Mm -hmm. So anything that has anything to do with spiritual guidance... It's not there. Mm -hmm. But when it's time to watch the pastor and entertain you, everybody there. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. But you're not learning nothing. Mm -hmm. You're not gaining anything. Mm -hmm. Know what you need to know for God. Mm -hmm. Learn God. Mm -hmm. We have to get better at this. That's right. The reason... And the reason I think God is sending me this way is because we, I, I care for God's people. Mm -hmm. I love his word. Uh -huh. And we have to get better. Because we are watching our loved ones die off little by little. People getting COVID, dying off. Mm -hmm. And everybody is going around just business as usual. And they get all sad and and gloomy because everybody's dying off but you're not doing nothing to change your life mm -hmm. change your life yeah. get yourself together mm -hmm. come to Christ mm -hmm. That's right. and watch God move mm -hmm. and just like these scriptures all who has an ear to hear let, let them hear, hear. Amen? amen amen all right. Father, in the name of Jesus, we just thank you.
for these scriptures today. Yes. We thank you for giving us an understanding of these churches and the things that were going right in them and the things that were going wrong. And how we see that you see everything that's going on. Father, we love you. We thank you for your wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. Now we can go and teach others what we have learned here today. In the mighty name of your son, Jesus Christ, we pray and say, Amen. Amen. Stay blessed and faithful. watching 10 of Meeting Holiness Ministries. To hear more of God's Word, please subscribe to this channel. Don't forget to hit the like button and the notification bell to get all the latest content that is on this channel. Happy Holidays! And as always, stay blessed and faithful.